Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dominic Patton. And I'm Pete Hammond. And this is the Deadline Podcast TV Talk Emmys. And today, speaking of Emmys, uh, as we do, we'll be discussing what needs to be fixed by the Television Academy, because we actually have the answers and there's controversy every year. There was controversy leading into it. There's controversy leading out of it. Um, So, you know, we want to talk about what we would do to fix some of these egregious problems here. Plus, you're going to hear a part of my conversation with Emmy nominee Adrian Brody, who's received his latest nomination as a guest star in a drama series, In Succession, a very memorable episode that he was in there. And he also uh, is a cast member of Winning Time, which is coming back for its second season on On HBO. Now, before we start, let us be clear. Peter has wanted to do this topic for ages, <laughs> ages. As a as a active and functioning current member of the Academy itself, he has putting many cards on the table today. <clears throat> I have the pleasure, and you all know this, that I'm a former member of the Academy. I, I resigned because of a number of reasons, none of which are on, reflect on them, all of which reflect on me. Um, but this is definitely the one that we're gonna we're gonna. We're going to poke some bears here, to, to put it mildly. I'm, I am literally the straight man on this one, okay? okay. okay. I'm going to just say names, and Mr. <laughs> Hammond is going to rage at you. And okay. he is well within his rights of this rage. I am. Ladies and gentlemen, our first batter, <laughs> why does John Oliver, who has a weekly show, keep getting nominated in the variety talk show series categories when all these people who have to work... Mm, four times harder at minimum with their daily shows. And we're not just talking about Trevor Noah. Why is that a fair comparison? It's not. And, you know, quite frankly, I think I may have mentioned it before I've written about it, is uh, that the um, showrunners from these other daily shows, we're talking Kimmel, we're talking Colbert, we're talking Jimmy Fallon, we're talking Trevor Noah, we're talking Seth Meyers, we're talking James Corden. Samantha B. The list goes on and on. Samantha B, who who just recently was canceled by uh, TBS, sadly, here. Welcome to the new regime at Warner Brothers Discovery. Here's the thing. All of them go into this particular Emmy race, no matter how many times it's been rejiggered or changed or called something else, the talk series thing. They throw them all in and they know they're going to the Emmys, if they're lucky enough to even be nominated, to lose to John Oliver. A weekly show on Sunday nights, uh, at least for the initial run, on HBO. And uh, so, uh, well done. No question. You know, he's won six times in a row. Uh, They all expect the nomination is the end of the road for them because he'll win again. It kind of gets, it doesn't reflect well on the Television Academy. I'm sorry. It does not. And when you have all the showrunners getting together, going to the Academy, to ask if this could be fixed, if they could put him in another category where it's a, a weak. And by the way, and we should point out, by the way, we should point out, 
A, I agree with everything Peter's saying, to be clear about this. I mean, I was sarcastic at the beginning. I agree with everything Pete's saying. But secondly, you know, there are other weekly shows, man. They could easily, yeah. like, they could fill a category. Um, you know, uh, the problem with Jon Stewart, now pretty regular. A little rocky in the beginning of the season. Wasn't quite sure when it's going to be on Apple TV+, Plus, but now it's out. You know, Bill Maher, again, often a bridesmaid, not a bride. But, you know, still, so that's three shows right there. And that's without really making much of an effort. You could dig down a little deeper. You could find some more, et cetera, et cetera. There is zero reason why this shouldn't happen. Zero reason. And how did Jon Stewart find his way into another category all on his own that they bought into? You know, so he didn't have to deal with it. He's smart enough. He's one of those guys that won 10 times in a row when he was in the talk category. But at least that was a daily show. Okay. Literally and figuratively. If the Academy members are just going to be that lazy and vote for the same thing year after year after year, more power to you. But put it in the right category. It is unfair to these shows. Look at Corden, for instance. I mean, that's like a variety show, really, you know, in its own way. They turn that out nightly with all of this innovation. It's a much different discipline. Uh, producing discipline and the television academy already has 6,000 categories. What's one more? What's one spin-off? When I was on the board all those years ago, we used we used to be against proliferation, or at least I was. I wanted to eliminate. Here I'm I'm saying I've come over to the other team, folks. I want I want them to add a category, make it fair. And I'm sure the first person that will agree with this is John Oliver. Well, we would hope so. So here's a shout out to John. Come and join us in our quest for change, my friend. Embrace the new. I actually also think it would actually make everything much more interesting. And actually would also, I think, engender a a very, a a much much lighter, and I would say uh, more inclusive, and I mean inclusive in terms of looking at a wider audience tone, because you could actually then start, you you might start seeing some real mix-ups. The other issue that happens with with uh, John Oliver get, getting, you know, getting a nom and feeling like it's slam dunk to the win is you then only have very select number of other category, other contenders you can put in there. So other shows, maybe some new, maybe some not, but getting pushed out of the way because you got the Jimmies and you got Colbert and you're like, we well, you know that fills up pretty quick. So and, you know, and then you're done. So uh, this would, I think, actually bring in. A great would open the aperture and bring in a greater view that we could have. And I totally agree with Pete Hammond. John Oliver, I'm sure, is 100% behind this. Now, flipping that as we're being um, opening one, we're going to slightly close up another acting categories. Oh, God. you know, yeah, there are you and I kind of differ on the promise. I, I actually think. And I know some people might feel this is is anti-democratic to some sense, but I'm starting to feel that the same show, not saying succession this year, but kind of saying succession, should not be able to dominate the way it is. I I feel there might be a limit on, on, you're like, you got to pick someone from that show and then you got to move on. You can't pick two guys and they get to both be in the best actor. Again, Jeremy... And, and Brian Cox, incredibly talented at what they do. And Jesse Armstrong's show, look, whether or not it actually is based on the life of Rupert Murdoch or whether or not at this point Rupert Murdoch's basing his life on that, I don't know. <laughs> but it, 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 there's, no, there's no doubt that Succession is quality television on HBO and everywhere else it's shown. But let's kind of maybe like, again, let's let some other people get in the ring. 
I do think we need to, I think we need to look seriously at the rules for nominations here. Let me give you an example, the Academy of Motion Pictures. They will not allow the same actor who may have been great in three supporting roles, may have been fantastic, they will only count the one that gets the biggest number of votes if they're getting votes for all three. The only one that gets nominated is the number one vote getter if it gets enough to actually get a nomination and they don't split their vote. That's the way it goes in the academy so that they have more um, chances for other actors in there rather than having, you know, a Tom Cruise play against Tom Cruise or, or whatever the uh, actor is. Now, I'm not saying that needs to be the case here. I think we're looking more about shows. And, you know, uh, so succession, uh, how many nominations can it have per acting category? Should it ha be allowed to have four like they'll hand out four? Uh, or should it just be two at the most? Um, and you take the two top vote getters, there may have been four actors getting votes, you only take the tape, uh, the top two, and then you go on to another show's uh, actor or something and put them in the race, okay? Who may not have gotten as many votes as one of those other actors who uh, we have just cut out of the uh, race there uh, who are on succession. But we have to curb this thing because the Academy members are clearly watching five shows and nominating absolutely everybody in them. And, uh, you know, I think you would agree with me, Dominic, that there are plenty of other fine performances that are not getting their due here. Absolutely. But let me ask you a question, because you have talked about being on the board. You, you're very, as I said in the intro, you're a very active member, as well as our awards columnist, which is fantastic. What, how realistic is this process? I mean, the, the TV Academy seems to be a little bit more nimble than, say, the, the, the Oscars. Not a lot. There's, there's a turning that ship around before it hits that iceberg is a pretty hard. Yeah, no, they've, they've tried many things. Uh, when I was, um, which was years ago, by the way, and I'm not, so I'm using my bully pulpit here at Deadline to sort of be on the board. And you're here at my board meeting. Uh, this is our board meeting here. And, and we're suggesting things that came up were term limits, like the amazing race. We, at the time, we were embarrassed by the fact that it would win year after year after year and nothing else got any a breathing room in that uh, reality series category because it was lazy voting. They just voted for the same thing. And, uh, and the producers and things, they have the uh, Oprah Winfrey famously made herself ineligible after winning eight years in a row at daytime Emmys. John Larroquette stopped, stopped it after four times term limits uh we were talking about there you know and maybe when a show's won four or five times maybe it's time to you know say okay that's it for that show uh they never wanted to go there okay but but how could you how could you like what would be the process for this would there have to be a certain number of members would have to sign a petition yeah to then bring this to the board there would have to how would this work clearly this year they have a um they have, cost, a, they have a looking in looking forward they have a programming committee. It would go through the committee's uh, process here. And then uh, if they determine that they're going to present this, they will take it to the board and the board will vote on it. And, uh, and if it passes- so how, quick, board, how quickly could this happen if it was to happen? Well, they could do it next year. They could do it next year. They could change the, the thing we were just talking about, talk shows that the showrunners went. They could, and they promised to look into that, but they, there was no change this year. But um, that doesn't mean they can't do it, but they can do it within next year. They say, and when I interviewed uh, them uh, after this year's Emmy nominations, they say they are always looking at everything to make changes. 
So, so I, I, I'm just, I mean, I'm, cause I'm just, I'm always interested in process and I, but I'm also interested in, in outcome too. So if you or 10 other members were to take this to the programming committee this summer and they were, they were to give you a hearing, which they would, um, how would this be able to happen in time that it would actually kick in for next year's uh, eligibilities, next year's categories, next year's nominations, and next and the, the 74th primetime Emmys? It doesn't have anything to do with the fact of voters putting it in or voting for it. It's how they position it after the votes come in. Yeah. You know, so it's a different situation. I'll give you another example of how the board acted on something when they were so embarrassed that Ellen Burstyn got nominated because she was Ellen Burstyn for a 14 second flashback bit in some show. But her name was on the ballot. Uh, HBO or somebody submitted her. She was embarrassed by that. They they went back and said, no, you got to have five minutes. You know, you got to have a role that goes more than. So they said they changed the rules. Are they created a rule that wasn't there. Uh, so there's there. And I just want to say one more before we go on to other stuff here. The television movie category is. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am just getting all of this off my chest right now. OK, the television movie category this year. My name is Dominic Patton. I do not play a psychiatrist on television, but I do play <laughs> one on a podcast. Oh, my God. The TV <laughs> The TV movie cat that used to be. You such guys a can't see this right now. Peter is pulling out sheets of paper right now. <laughs> I'm looking for television movie. It's so far back they don't even want to admit the thing is uh, here. Uh, here it is. Okay, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers on Disney Plus. <laughs> Ray Donovan the movie on Showtime. Reno 911 or 911. The Hunt for QAnon. Uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas. Remember, that was a series. Now it's yeah. a television movie. OK, and The Survivor, which is a very serious uh, picture. Uh, Barry Levinson did yeah. throwing that in here. They, what is it? Because there aren't uh, the streamers actually putting in their really good TV movies because they want to call them movie movies uh, and they want to tell their creators that or is it that the TV Academy has kept this category going when it's a thing of the past. The television movie, clearly looking at this list of what made the cut here, last year's winner was Dolly Parton's Christmas something or something. I don't know what it is, but where is that quality, that kind of you know thing that we remember uh, this category being created for? I guess it's been taken over by limited series. I guess so, but I feel I feel your pain. I do feel your pain. I'm glad you got that off your chest. Thank you. Important feelings, strong feelings, thumbs up choices all around. With that, we have what is a thumbs up choice in my opinion, because he's one of my, well, he's one of my actually favorite people in Hollywood, but he's actually also one of my favorite actors. Um, and he's just had a great year this year, which is the amazing Adrian Brody. Um, look. You want to play the coach of the Lakers, not the guy you think you'd go to to have play that role, but the guy who nailed it that role, and then the guy who nailed it as the make or break investor in uh, succession. So, with that, Mr. Hammond, I believe you have some words with Mr. Brody. I do. He recently visited uh, the actor side, and we talked about all of those. And he is nominated for an Emmy for guest actor in a drama series, and it was a memorable episode. You know. It's difficult to walk into a series like that with all those actors and make a real impression. Can I just point out, Peter may or may not be knowingly using a pun there with the word walking, if you know the episode I'm talking about. <laughs> there is a lot of walking. A lot of walking. A lot so, of walking. Some of it was, might be malicious. 
Take a listen to Pete's conversation with Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody, welcome. Thank you very much. I've noticed you're working in so many different areas, you know, whether it's Apple or something for Netflix or HBO, HBO Max, yeah. you know, there's HBO's all really all of these places now, you know, more content than ever and places to get this stuff seen yeah. on a bigger yeah. basis than a yeah. small little indie movie might, you know, play in. Well, you've seen it, the whole <laughs> business has changed so yeah. much. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to keep up. I mean, I feel yeah. like there's, you know, I mean, the beauty is, is that there's a plethora of material out there, not just for audiences to yeah. tune into. It's probably too much to, yeah. to, to actually see all the great work that's being done. But just my good fortune of Adam McKay and Kevin Messick and, and you know, McKay's team, Max uh, Borenstein and those guys saying, hey, you'd be great to play Pat Riley, that brought on the succession, right, which, bit, was, which like, is wonderful, and yeah. and that alone, I feel like, was just such a such a blessing because it was such a fun role. I, I loved working on that show. I love the show. It's it's, it's such so well crafted and so oh, it's so you know, great. It's so that great. guy, that guy was shrewd. Yeah, oh, the character. Play, oh my <laughs> yeah, he's pretty, god! You know, <laughs> he and sitting bad. out there yeah. on the beach and this yeah, yeah. meeting and this yeah. whole thing. I mean, <laughs> these guys. I mean. When you're, I mean, the, you're just omnipotent when you're that loaded and that <laughs> um, well-versed in reading and playing the game. And, and uh, I mean, these guys are all out hustling each other left yeah. and right. And, and he had the upper hand. And, and Pat Riley, are you a Hoops fan? Do I am, you? yeah. 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 I, lo I, love, I love the game. I mean, I, I yeah. I, and I, yeah, it's, it's basketball is such a fun sport. I mean, you know, to see how it's evolved and like in understanding the game from more even from portraying Pat and <laughs> studying about this time and kind of Showtime era in the yeah. late seventies, early eighties, where fast break basketball really changed the way. Basketball is played, and, and right. you know the Lakers well, it was sort were really of a failing doing that. business. You know, that right? Well, that's also fantastic. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, and that's that's happened. But I mean, for yeah, I mean, it was not, it was not what it is today at all. And athletes weren't either. But I mean, athletes have become because of that. I mean, that whole kind of celebrity culture that's come with it yeah. was born during the time of Magic and and. Uh, and those guys and um, all of them kareem the kareem, whole group yeah. yeah that came in and, and uh, transformed it really but yeah. you know you get it down there you know the look that you have <laughs> for him it's is fun. great <laughs> he looked he looked not dissimilar to that i i mean yeah. i I'm were you looking at a lot of films oh yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of there's tons of research material. did you ever meet him no i really would love to though i mean <laughs> i have we have a number of mutual friends and colleagues and Everybody loves him. Everybody that I've talked to was like, "Oh, I know Pat. I love Pat. Pat, <laughs> you, 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 you have, a, you do have a quality." But yeah, they, so uh, <laughs> it's nice when his friends have been like, "I can see it," you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been really wonderful. I'm working and with Pat, is, he's a real inspiration. I mean, <laughs> I I love being involved in in a show that's so 
well crafted and there's there's so much creativity and, and just from the way they shoot it and you know so many people love basketball but it it's such it it, it shows how human everyone is and you get the essence of it i mean this show is obviously controversial um with uh you know some some of to the real some, yes. lakers but it's to not a documentary and it is adam mckay and yes. he's tackled you know things based on real life and things like that but he makes a movie to give you the idea behind it too yeah i think with any dramatic adaptation there's you know there the intention i would say is always to kind of delve into research material and do something but it's it's not meant as a biopic it's a story right. <laughs> talking about the time of the lakers becoming the the lakers and yeah. <laughs> and and it's so exciting and so i you know and it's getting in season two it is renewed. it's very exciting yeah yeah that is very exciting it's, yeah. it's such a fun show to watch too it really is well thank you for that and thank you for listening to this episode of the deadline podcast tv talk Mr. John Oliver, we hope you are listening. We hope TV Academy board members were listening. We will be harping on about this more. Trust us. In that time, in more time, make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you never miss an episode or one of our polemics. And, of course, you can find all of our TV breaking news coverage at Deadline.com. We will be back, however, uh, next week and the week after to give us uh, or give you our picks for who will win and who should win. Uh, oh, yeah. And, oh, yes. And with yeah, that, so, we're all on the train heading towards September 12th. <laughs> a Monday night, but still a big night. TV's the small screen's biggest night. Until then, talk to you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, root void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.